0: Hey! So, I've been thinking about recording a podcast just to try it, to dabble in it. Um, Maybe make a hobby out of it or maybe talk to someone that relates to problems the way that I do or maybe give you a new perspective to problems that you never thought people thought about or had. Um, It's going to be a little bit of everything because I'm a little bit of everything but if you're interested in learning about you know like post grad problems how to overcome your own self doubt uh i can't promise i'm going to have a solution <laughs> but i'm definitely going to talk about ways that i've dealt with it and dealing with it or have advice not really advice cuz advice isn't very useful but i guess a voice to talk to, to listen to, maybe relate to, um, or maybe click off of, which is fine. No personal feelings harmed. Um, But yeah, so my name's Adriana. I'm from El Paso, Texas. For a little bit of background about me, I graduated from Texas Tech, with a uh, bachelor's of science in human sciences which a lot of people ask me what that is <laughs> and the best answer i can give them is my degree is three minors put into one major so i kind of had like a full spectrum of education based on you know like early childhood development family studies um addictive recovery disorders um uh, they're all kind of meshed into one major, so I have an idea of what I want to do. You know, go to grad school and get my master's, but I'm kind of in that limbo stage after graduating, and I don't know. It's been it's been a transition from being an undergrad to being an actual adult. Adult like it's it's wild. If y'all know, you know. And if you don't brace yourself it's not all bad it's a lot of great things don't get me wrong you know getting to go to concerts living in a bigger city i live in dallas now more or less um you know it, it's a whole different world than what i pictured it being I, I don't know what i pictured it being but it really wasn't exactly this <laughs> i don't think anyone pictures post-grad going or I don't think anyone's post-grad life goes the way they pictured it, because I I don't know why I thought I'd be rolling in money with, you know, less than five years of experience, but, you know, I'm good. I'm happy. I'm learning to adapt and overcome to things that I never knew I was going to have problems with, like, you know, growing apart from friends um, is... A big one or I think learning how to be more self-sufficient and a big one for me has been learning to have different outlets of energy like I don't as much as I would like to say I work out consistently I do not it's usually a motivation thing for me you know I've had like the phases where I'm very dedicated and six days a week, and I felt great, I felt great, and you know, results showed, but at the same time, I was in a very different mental place in my life than I am now, and not to say that either mental space is bad, (laughs) I think it's just I prioritize things differently, and I'm learning to prioritize myself a little bit more, which is something that I don't know, I think in undergrad we kind of forget to do cuz it's it's like, well, well, you know, I have this is my me time going to Target with my with my girlfriends or going out on the town or my me time doesn't really matter right now cuz I have an exam to study for or I have an assignment due, you know, like those things get kind of pushed to the back at least for me they did. And I think learning how to use my time in a constructive way has been kind of a struggle. I don't know. I wonder if y'all can relate because as much as I enjoy exercising and, you know, feeling good, it's been such like a mental barrier for me f- to, I guess, stay consistent with it because my job is so up and down. Like our schedules, yes, we're eight to five back up. So I actually am a, admissions counselor for my alma mater for texas tech in the dfw area of texas um so i don't i don't know what i thought admissions counselors did when i was in high school because i i think i talked to mine once or twice and it's it's a very as other duties assigned job like It's really cool to get to know the back end of recruitment because I'm a person that's always like, well, how does this work? Why does this work this way? Why do they have these systems that aren't in place in other places? I'm very much that person, I I guess, analytical question person. So I think with working and traveling so much as I do with my job and being on the road as much as I do, um, it's very interesting to have like, A very consistent energy flow I think my energy has been real up and down since I graduated in December of 2018 so like there will be weeks where I'm go 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 I feel good and then there's just been like a very slow dip and it's been very very I guess slow moving and I'm trying to learn how to dig myself out of that and I know my best friend she also kind of feels similar but i think she has a job that allows her to i guess motivate herself she's very creative she works um plug here shout out steph um she works for a latina owned and operated makeup brand in dallas texas um so the brand is called Renata Belde, and i'm sorry steph, for all your stuff out there i'm over here marketing i always market her to everyone that i talk to and now to y'all um But, you know, we've had those conversations with our friend Amber too from college and Gabby about like, you know, post-grad's rough. They graduated before we did and they told us it's a scam, right? They always tell us don't do it, whatever. It's not like we had a choice. But like post-grad life is, it's kind of rough because like for the first time you're really learning how to fly solo, I think, at least for me, like my parents don't live anywhere near me, like kind of. My dad lives in Midland, which is like five hours away, and then my mom and my stepdad live in Georgia, which is way too far. (laughs) And it's not like I can go cry to my mom or like go get dinner at my dad's, which is whenever I want. And I think for me, that's been not a hard transition because I never expected it. My dad, my mom, and my stepdad are army, so they are constantly moving. And my dad travels so much from Midland that I don't really have a regular schedule of seeing anyone, but I think it's kind of strange, not strange, but it's kind of like it shakes me up to think about, wow, like, my friends, my boyfriend can go to their parents' house whenever they want, and I not start to feel bad for myself, but I think it it makes me feel like, oh, like, you're really on your own out here, like, I'm not, like, I have people that would go and pick me up if I needed to, if I had a flat tire, you know, but I don't know. I think I have to learn how to think about it in a different way because I think whenever us people in general start to obsess over a certain aspect of our lives that it really boxes us in, right? Like there was this really cool book I read in college called Leadership and Self-Deception and basically it talked about, uh, being in a box quote unquote against other people and like, oh, well, you know Sally May or whoever in the office seems like she's having an off day or maybe she's just mad at me and you start to give yourself these ideas of they don't like me or a reason to not approach them or whatever based on things that aren't concrete, facts that aren't concrete, so they're not facts they're they're not there, right they're fake. And you start to act a certain way towards her it's It's kind of like that old saying, like the things that we don't like about other people are really just the things we don't like about ourselves mirrored and I think more than ever I've started to see that about myself is like I put myself in this box because I have this this very strange misconception that if I come out of my box, it's not safe, right, and that someone is not out to get me but that if I expose all my fears and, and like my weaknesses, my downfalls, that someone's going to point and laugh. I don't know if that's childish or not, or if anyone else has that feeling, but I think one of those, like being able to talk about it without crying, first of all, is big for me today. So (laughs) thanks for listening to that. But I, I like with working in a new environment and different people and meeting new people i put myself in this box right and i start to deceive myself and which that book talks about is whenever you become truly unhappy and you start to it, you know it's it's a fast sinking ship like it, you start to spiral right and i've very much felt that in the past few weeks and it's been interesting because i've i've started to feel like i'm craving a creative outlet like I'm not a very creative person per se I like I'm a neutrals girl all the way my closet is shades black of gray white every once in a while I'll have red because I have to for work <laughs> but it's I'm I don't think my creative outlet is visual and I think I'm trying to find that so bear with me as I learn <laughs> about my creative outlet right Eventually, I'd like to have, like, my friends or my boyfriend or or someone that's close to me come on here and talk with me, talk it out, and talk about, you know, what they're doing, what how they're feeling, what, you know, helped them to get over these kind of hurdles, and maybe what's helping them now, because I feel like it's, there's never too many outlets to venture out into and for other people to grasp on, like, who knows maybe one day someone's gonna listen to this and be like, "Yeah, absolutely. I felt like the exact same way post grad or I'm feeling the same way now, and I'm in post grad and this may might be two, three years down the road. Who knows? I think it's pretty cool to have this kind of accessibility to information and learn more information like when I was a kid, this was not a thing. Like we had to pay per song on iTunes or download on LimeWire. I know y'all remember what that is. Like I know everyone remembers LimeWire. And now it's just like so readily available. It's it's kind of crazy because, like I, I was never really into podcasts until about two three years ago. And, you know, friends and my boyfriend recommended me to listen to all kinds of things. And the one sturdy one has been Joe Rogan. And Joe Rogan, again and again, has just kind of like wowed me with how diverse he is and the people that he talks to. Because he doesn't talk to people he he's just friends with, right? Like he talks to people that interest him and he talks to people that... I would have never even heard of like he talks to all kinds of physicists and psychologists and directors of the CDC like all kinds of stuff. And I think it's super interesting whenever he has people on that do that kind of stuff. But also whenever he has like people like Brendan Schaub on like I don't really watch UFC or MMA fighting at all, but I really uh, like I like to learn about the perspectives because like for me people like that are so disciplined and. I, I'm i not a very disciplined person, to be honest with you, and that's probably why I'm in this repetitive cycle of like, oh, well, I want to be healthy and, you know, eat grapefruit for breakfast. But at the same time, here I am munching on a Nature Valley bar pretending it's not like 80 million carbs in the morning like shocking my system (laughs) so i really like joe rogan's podcast has really taught me a lot and i think has really taught me a lot about myself too and what like how wide my interests are you know what i mean joe rogan's really cool joey diaz i listen to his more when i feel like when i feel like i need to learn deeper if that makes sense like joey like the, every comedian of course is going to have like a very different past every person everyone but i feel like joey's history he talks about in the way that he's transformed himself into the person he is now from the person he was back then and i won't take away from his story but you know if you know joey diaz and you've listened to his podcast or any of his stand-ups or seen him live like you know he's had a very difficult past um, as is most comedians, like the funniest people, always have the darkest histories, and I think that's a testament to how resilient people can be. And I like, I genuinely like to appreciate that in people because, as as dark as there may like the clouds might be, I'm like, you know what? People can bounce back from way worse than I'm dealing with at the moment, and you know they come back twice as hard. And that that kind of stuff really. I think motivates me internally to like, okay, you know, pick it up. We're not gonna cry about it here, no crying over spilled milk, right? And I think more and more recently I've I've felt that for myself and that I I want to be better. I just don't know where to start, right? So maybe this is a starting point. Maybe I, this is I don't know, that felt good to talk about for just fifteen minutes. That felt really cool. So Stick around if you're interested. (laughs) If not, it's cool. I'll catch you on the flip side. So this is just my first one. So maybe next time I'll have more concrete topics or, you know, give me some feedback. What are y'all interested in hearing? Because I could definitely dive into all kinds of family theories and psychoanalytics, but I'm not an expert. (laughs) But at the same time, who really is? Gotcha. Alright. Bye guys.